this this is really the meat the meat of of marketing is 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 that follow up. You know, they always say you know that the riches are are, are in the niches, but the fortune is in the follow up. You know, everybody focuses on the lead generating, but the follow up is is really where you know you you build that know like and trust, and you build that's where the sales happen. It doesn't necessarily happen in the lead generating. So. Hey guys, welcome back to another weekly live. We are glad that you're here. It's Tuesday, and that means that it's time to talk about marketing. Uh, which is mine and Pete's favorite topic ever. We could sit around and talk about this stuff all day long. How you doing, Pete? Doing well. I love talking marketing. This is my favorite part of the week. I know. Every time, every time I, I was sitting on the front porch yesterday and I was just reading the book and one of my neighbors came up and asked me, what are you reading about? <laughs> I turned the book around and it was like, you know, <laughs> it's like a business growth marketing book. And they were like, oh, that must be interesting. It's definitely not everybody's cup of tea. I get it. But that's why you and I are here. We're here to help the masses with this kind of thing, right? Absolutely. I used to love reading as a kid and it used to be, you know, all sorts of mystery books and stuff like that. But yeah. if you look at my bookshelf now, it's all business, all, <laughs> all business. Cause I yeah. love, I love reading. Yeah. Well, so guys today, yeah. what we're going to be talking about is nurturing a follow-up. So Pete, I figured it'd be fun. Like, let's give them a little bit of an intro. Can you take us through kind of the, the series that we've been doing over the past couple of weeks? Uh, the last two weeks in particular, we've been talking about funnels, right? So, so start us there and then let's and lead us into what we're going to be talking about today, which is follow up. Absolutely. So the last several weeks we've been talking about funnels, you know, we, you know, funnels are, you know, you have everybody up top, you know, that's all your marketing is just talking to everybody. And then you're, you're nurturing them and bringing them to the, the various stages to be able to become a, a, a client of yours uh, when they're ready to buy or sell and, and actually, you know, take action on, on what they're doing. And so it's the, you know, the, the attention, um, desire, or interest, desire, uh, action, I think is what, what most people uh, consider the stages, the, the general stages in a funnel. And so we walked through that. Uh, we walked through uh, the last couple of weeks, both a, uh, a buyer funnel and a seller funnel. So if you haven't, uh, if you're just catching up now, go back and, and, and watch those ones. We're not going to get into that necessarily today. But part of the funnel uh, is, is getting new people into your uh, your database, into your your, your CRM, into, into your sphere so you can actually reach out and, and talk to them. And so part of the, you know, the, the whole goal of that is to get those people in so you can then continue to follow up with them, continue to, to contact them, nurture them along to, to get them to uh, be ready to buy or sell. And so from a lead generator, that, that's what you're doing. You're generating a lead. You're generating the contact info. And you know the, the initial piece is you need to deliver on the promise that you made. So if you told them you're going to give them a checklist, you send them a checklist. Uh, and usually you'll, you'll send an email confirmation of here's your checklist. If you need anything else, you know, we're, we're here for you. That can't be the end of it. Otherwise, right. you're, you didn't get a lead. You just, you know, got an email address that you're clearly not going to use. So you right. need to have a follow-up uh, process, a follow-up campaign, follow-up sequence. Um, and this is where a lot of realtors, business people, marketers fall down, quite frankly, in that they deliver on the promise. They, they, they at least held up their end of the bargain, but then they don't follow up with them. You know, mm -hmm. I, uh, it's, it's kind of interesting, you know, um, the, the progression and this is a little bit of an aside, the progression of what, you know, Zillow and Realtor.com and, and those types of lead generating uh, sites have done is they've moved away from just selling you the lead because most realtors don't follow up. Most realtors don't do anything with the lead. And so what they found is, is that if they can control a little bit more, they can, you know, um, 
control the process a little bit more so that uh, realtors have to follow up hmm. in order to, to continue to work that, that lead and whatnot. It, it's a much better experience for all involved. You know, so hmm. what they were doing is they would send you know the lead out to three or four realtors, whoever answered the phone or what have you. And most people they found would call them once, they, the, the person on the other end wouldn't answer. And that was it. No follow up, no nothing. Just, oh, nope, it was a dead lead and, 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 and mm. hang up the phone. Well, the problem with that is that it takes multiple times, multiple um, contact points for a, uh, a lead to be, be even really become aware that, that, that you have an offer and that you're ready to, to do something. So you need to nurture them along to get them to where they're ready to buy or sell. And, and this, you know, going back to the, the, the realtor.com or the Zillow.com uh, leads, these are people who actually were looking for something. So they're, they're hmm. fairly hot leads at that point. And if you can't, con you can't contact them, what do you think is going to happen when you're getting a lead through your social media or you're getting your lead on, on something like that? You know, you, you need to be following up. You need to be engaging uh, with them so that they, they are ready to, to do yeah. something. Um, and so that's that, that, that's what the whole concept of, of, of the follow-up and, and mo most people know this, but they're not doing it. And, and that's the biggest problem that I see is that you know, people will reach out one or two times and, oh, you know, they, they weren't interested and then leave it at that. But I mean, even you and I, when we're out and you're going to buy something, we don't necessarily always buy it right away. We, we're going to do some research. We're going to, you know, get to know the company that we're going to deal with. We're going to make sure that the product and, the, and whatever it is, is going to be what we want it to be, do what we needed to do. So we need that nurture. We need that, that, that uh, the information gathering uh, so, so we can make an informed decision. And everybody else, you know, uh, real estate leads are just the same way. They need to know yeah. that, that you're who you say you are, that, that you can do what you say you can do, um, that, you know, get some more information about processes and, and what, what, what next steps. And so you have to have a follow-up sequence. You have to have a way that to connect with these people over and over and over again. There's, there's a, an old stat. And, and I say this is old because I haven't looked up the, the newest uh, stats, but I've, I've heard it. Uh, it's been much, much different now. It, it was like uh, the magic seven. You had, to, you had to touch somebody seven times before they, were, uh, they, they realized who you were and they're ready to, to, to work with you or even you know, you know, had, had interest in working with you. It's much, much higher than that. I mean, you know, most people are, are, are saying that it takes 50, 60 times for, for, for somebody to, to really want to engage with a business of, of seeing, because we're bombarded with advertising, we're bombarded with emails. I mean, I, I just checked my email this morning and I had 100 or something different emails in, in my various accounts. You know, I didn't look at half of them, but, you know, they were in there. Yeah. And, and so you need to be, you know, reaching out consistently to be able to build that, that no like trust. So that they're ready to take that next step. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting, man. Cause like I, so for our, we, so we do listing media just like you do. We also offer marketing services just like you do for our YouTube division that we're starting up. We actually just uh, bought in with a, it's in a service called TubeBuddy. And so as we, when we bought in with the service, we got an enterprise license with TubeBuddy for us, for the initial, just 10 licenses, it was $10,000. Right. And what's interesting about this whole process is like, that's not a small amount of money. Right. So it was something that we wanted to talk with them. We wanted to find out how they can help us, how they can serve us, how they can help us get to our goals. How can you help us? And actually it's not helping us, but how can you help our clients 
get to their goals. And so we sat down with them. We talked with them. We chatted with them. We found out about what you do do, what you don't do. Uh, and then I stepped away to go and talk to some competitors. I mean, just as, you know, when I say competitors, they're competitors, right? I talked, I went and checked out a couple of other services that are very similar to theirs. And, um, and it was really interesting what happened because when I stepped away, automatically I started receiving emails. And the emails, one after the other, mm -hmm. were value-packed with information that basically didn't tell me things that necessarily I didn't know about what they did. It just further proved and validated the reason why I need them, right? The reason why I should choose them exactly. over everybody else. And they did a great job about highlighting the one or two features that does make them different. The essential things that they do that none of the other services that we could have gone with provide, right? Um, and, I, you know, for, for two or three weeks, I opened up every single one of those emails. I was consuming all of that information. I was consuming all of that uh, that really, really important, um, all those important pieces of information that they want me to know in order to be able to make an informed decision about what company to go with, about what company to use for, for, for our business. And so I think that's essentially what you're talking about there. Absolutely. Everybody knows it. Everybody's heard it. Everybody knows that the, the sale is made in the follow-up. Everybody understands that if you want to make real money, real money is always made in the follow-up. What nobody seems to understand is that you know, your two emails that you've got set up in your system is what it takes to, to, to make a sale. <laughs> and, and, you know, and typically there's always this, I'm curious to get your thoughts on this because when I look at the like big old companies, right? When you look at the big old companies, now I get it. The business models are a little bit different. I understand, but their way of following up is very different than the average entrepreneur, the average small business. Most people are very scared. They say, I'm not going to send them more than two emails, right? Most, I'll be honest with you, sometimes it's more out of pride than anything else. They just don't want to, they don't want to look like they're like going to them and asking them, you know, that for that kind of thing. But oftentimes they're like, I don't want to bother people. That's the thing begging I always hear over and over and over, begging for the sale, right? Which I understand and I get. But oftentimes like there's, there's this idea out there that's like, I don't want to bother people. Like, I don't want people to bother me um, and I don't want to bother other people. What do you say to that? As, as a marketer with all of your experience in direct marketing, what do you say to that? So, so think of just your email box right now. How many of those emails are you being bothered with? Probably none. You, you've probably looked at at some of them. Some of, some of those companies, if you've just interacted with some of those larger companies, some of them, you may have six or seven emails in your inbox. That's right. Because they've just, you know, they've emailed you multiple times with various information. And is it bothering you when you have valuable information? You, with your experience, with your story right there with TubeBuddy, did it bother you that they sent you a bunch of emails? Mm -hmm. Or did it, was not, it, not at all. Did it help you make a, make a more informed decision? Quite frankly, if if it does bother that one-off person, there's an unsubscribe button. There's right. there, there's there's a trash can button. It's not right. gonna bother them that that much. I mean, right. just think about your own stuff. I mean, I mean, I get emails from Amazon all the time. I get emails right. from different businesses all the time. Right. I get I get spam emails from from uh, people that are offering me services out of the blue. Right. It, does it bother me? No. It's like right. oh, delete. Well. Marcus spam, whatever, not a big deal. Yeah, I, so I think you're 100% right. And I also believe that if it's done well, it doesn't bother someone, right? I mean, essentially what most people are worried about is mm -hmm. they don't want to send more than two or three messages. When, and the message is essentially this, please buy my stuff. Please book me for this service. Please hire me to do your thing. 
That's essentially what most people think the follow-up should be. And that's not what you and I are talking about here, right? That's the opposite of what no, you and I are talking no, about, no, right? Not, not at all. <laughs> I, I, I get there, there's two or three, there's two or three, um, there's two or three people, there's two or three businesses that I've done business with in the past. Um, and they send me a daily email, daily, daily. Mm-hmm. So it hits my inbox. I know every morning about 7.15 to 7.30, it hits my inbox every single day, right? Now, I don't read probably 90% of them. If I see the subject line and the subject line doesn't interest me because it's not particularly relevant to me that day or that morning, or maybe I'm just busy and I just don't care to read it or I've got something mm-hmm. else on my mind, then I don't open it, but I don't unsubscribe. And you want to know why? Because most of those mm-hmm. emails always provide value to me. There is always something that's yep. being that's being sent to me that's either like a case study that's interesting or it's giving me valuable information on what I need to be looking at or working on or thinking about. It's valuable information, right? Valuable information. But that's yep. the key, right? You can't, you can't, you, like to the, the, the follow-up done the way most people think it is, is two or three times of please buy my stuff or please hire me to help you do this thing. And yeah, that follow-up is going to fail most nah, of the time. Nah. You do it two or three times. Yeah, your, your, your conversion rate is going to be very low. But if you have an intentional and methodical follow-up process in place where you step away, let's say that you have that sales call, or let's say that you have that initial consultation mm-hmm. or that initial, you know, whatever you, for, for a potential buyer or a potential seller or whatever, you step away from that call and then you say, okay, so we had a great experience, right? What can I do? What can I offer? What can I send them that is going to continue the value that I bring to them, even if they never book me, even if they never hire me, even if they never go under contract with me? What can I do to add value to their life and their situation? And what can I do to solve their problems without ever asking anything in return, right? And this is an Alex Hermosi thing, but I think it's like, I think it really applies here to what we're talking about. The longer you can offer valuable uh, information, something of value, anything of value. It could be like a checklist, like you said, like Tomat Lee Magnus, like checklist or a video series or information that you know that maybe they don't know, or maybe you're helping them apply that information to their particular situation. Like the example last time was we were talking about lead generators for luxury sellers, right? Like a checklist for like downsizing. Like if you're, you, you, you know, you're ready in your life, you, you've made a lot of money throughout your life and you're ready to downsize into a smaller home. Like what, how do we take the information that we know and then actually provide a checklist for them and their particular situation? That's an incredible lead magnet, right? What are the things that you can do? What are the things that you can create that helps them solve their problems? And the more that you stay in contact and you stay top of mind through the emails and through the text messages, maybe even uh, through the phone calls, and you're continually not mm-hmm. asking for something, but you're continually giving away uh, as much value as you possibly can, that's that's what you and I are talking about. And that's that kind of intentional outbound, or, or that, not outbound, outbound is the wrong word, but that kind of intentional marketing and that kind of intentional follow-up will close the sale nearly every single time. Because, in, and, I, and this is the last thing, I'll, I'll pass it over to you. I know yeah. I've been talking for a while. Because what I've discovered in my own business <laughs> What I've discovered in my own business is I think what tends to happen is that after like a week or two weeks or a month or two months, they end up looking at all of this and they go, man, if he's giving me this much 
and I've never like done business with this guy or I've never bought with this guy or I've never, you know, uh, sold a home with this guy or whatever, girl. Um, just imagine what he's going to do for us once we actually hire him. You know what I mean? And so, you know, you got the law of reciprocity and all that yep. kind of stuff. Uh, but I'm just curious, like, what, what do you what do you think? I mean, I see you nodding your head a lot, but I'm pa- I am passionate about this because this for the longest time in my businesses, this was the aspect that I was missing the most. And the longer that I continue to work on it, the more money that I see rolling into my own business. I know it works. Uh, and so that's why, you know, trying to help uh, other entrepreneurs and, and realtors and agents uh, understand it and, and, and put the processes in place is something I'm just really passionate about. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, to your point of, you know, you know, you don't always read the emails, but you know who they're from. You ha- you're looking at that, that the sender information, you're looking at the, at the, this email subject, you know who it's from. And it's just a reminder daily in that instance of who's sending you stuff. And so it's, it's just another little blip, another little touch point where, you know, your brand, who you are is coming through to, to your potential clients. You know, I want to, uh, I've got a story. I was, uh, doing, uh, headshots at, uh, the local association and one of our, one of our clients came up, he had, uh, uh, unsubscribed from our emails at some point, um, probably accidentally, because he was like, I, you know, I see you all over the place, but I don't get your emails. Around. I, I, I wasn't sure if you're still in business. I was like, what? <laughs> I, I send out emails all the time. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you see me everywhere. How do you, how do you not, how do you think that I'm not in business anymore and that I'm not doing this anymore? It's like, well, I'm not getting your emails. And I looked and he, sure, sure enough, he had unsubscribed at some point probably, you know, uh, using one of those, uh, mass unsubscribe services or something like that. Right, um, right. but even though he never responded to the emails, cause they were just our, 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 uh, newsletters and stuff, he never, you know, did anything interactive with them, but it was that constant reminder that, Hey, we're in business. Hey, we're in business. Hey, we're still here. We can help you. Is there anything that, that, that you need? Um, it was just that, that constant reminder. Oh yeah. There, there's this company there that I like doing business with. They're still around. And, and this the same thing, you know, you know, when you're building those funnels out, whether it be buyer or seller funnels, you, you provide the value that, that you initially said, but you don't stop providing value there. You continue on and you don't just keep asking for, you know, uh, the sale all the time. You just keep providing value, nurture them along the whole, the whole point of nurturing is, is to take them from where they, where they are now to where you want them to be. You know, you're, you're, you're following you know, up with them and, and giving them pieces of information that will help them make a, uh, an informed decision, make them um, trust you as being the, the, the guide for them to be able to, you know, get them to where they need to be. So if it's a, uh, like you said, a luxury seller and you did the you know, checklist of, of, you know, here's the things you need to do, not follow up with them repeatedly because they've, they've, they've just raised their hand saying, I am a luxury seller. And I'm probably pretty close to getting ready to sell my house. That is a hot lead. That is somebody who's raising their hand saying, this is me. Help me. And the only reason that, th- that you're, they're not reaching out uh, and saying, hey, help me you know, on the phone or whatnot, because they're not quite ready to work with you. Yeah. They're not quite ready to make that decision. And, and that's the whole point of the nurture series, that the, the, the emails and text messages and the follow up. And there's a lot of systems we can get into that in some other time of, of you know actual emails and text messages and phone calls and 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 all of that stuff. But it, it's that constant follow up systematically so that you know they go from 
hey, I'm ready to, this, your lead generator spoke to me. This, that's who I am. You know, I'm, I'm raising my hand, help me provide that value. You know, the checklist or, or whatever your lead generator is just the first step. It's just the entry point into, into your, your ecosystem. Once you've got that contact info, continue providing value, answering questions. Yeah. Uh, and, and I say answering questions. It's not that they're going to email you questions. They might. But answering those questions that, that you know from your experience of guiding other people, you know that these, they have these questions. They may not know the, that they have these questions, but you need right. to answer them. And you do that through follow-up. You do that through emails and text messages and phone calls. And you just guide them along. Yeah. It's super, super important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so I think there's two things I want to mention here. And I think it's really important. The first one is, um, you know, we're not asking for agents and realtors to do a whole lot of work here. You spend one week with the CRM of your choice, spend one week sitting down in front of the computer and mapping it out and making sure that you have the sequence uh, set up for you so that when your lead comes in, so much of this is triggered automatically. It's also very important to keep notes. When you talk to somebody, you got to have some yeah. size central location that you can keep notes on this person so that when you do make that <laughs> phone call in three months, that you can pick up the phone and you, you, know, you can actually remember what the conversation was uh, and make that person feel heard and make that person feel important that you remembered after three months who they were and that you remember their specific situation. And you can talk to them like, you're t like you just talked to them yesterday. Like those things are really important in this, and a good CRM helps you yeah. do those things easily, right? Uh, go, go ahead. Uh, what? No, the, the, you're absolutely right. You know, oh. you don't. There, there's ways to do it that are automatically that you can systematically do this, and and we're not talking that this is you know um, something that that you just do one or two emails. You you need to have a consistent process in place. How many people? You know, we've talked about this before. How many people are ready to buy or sell at this very moment? It's like 1% of the people you know. Right. 1% well, of them are ready to do business with you, with you specifically right now. They need right. to be nurtured along to be uh, uh, guided to, you know, build that know, like, and trust so that they want to work with you. And that to make sure, making sure in their own mind that you're the person that they need to work with. That's right. And that, and you need to do that with follow-up, you know, everybody's always focused on, on, on lead generation, but that's, that's just such a small part of this. Cause once the lead comes in, now you, the story begins. Now yeah. the journey begins to, to, to becoming a client, you know, yeah. lead generating that that's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, I think all too often agents are quick to say that the leads are bad. That's, that's like a, that's like a thing, right? Like the leads are bad when in reality, it's not their fault that they're not sure that you can solve their problem. That's not their fault. That's not the, the I mean, and don't get me wrong. There, there are certain situations like if they, if they want to buy a house and they're not qualified and they're not, they're not financially, like I get it. I understand that. But there are so many situations where, you know, your inability to help them reduce the risk. And that's, and this is, if there's like one small thing and I'll, I'll end with this because I know we're coming up on time. If there's one small thing that that's really been an unlock for me in my head, as far as what follow-up should be, I think of it as the act of reducing risk for your client, right? Every single time that you send some kind of follow-up, it should be um, sent with something of value to that person, whether it be, again, a piece of information, a case study, um, maybe a tool or something that they can use in order to get to their next step. You are reducing the risk for that client that in their head, 
you know, they're thinking it's unreasonable to assume I'm not going to get to my dream outcome. That's what you want. Like your follow-up should get them to this place where in their head, Mm -hmm. they're thinking to themselves, it's unreasonable for me to assume that Pete is not going to be able to get me the dream outcome that I want. It's unreasonable to assume that Nathan is not going to be able to get me to the dream outcome that I want because you've shared over a period of time, uh, like you said, answering all the questions that maybe they didn't even know that they had, but through your follow-up sequence, you're answering the questions that they either have now or they will have in the future. You're uh, sharing with them the information that you know, because you're the professional, that you know is critical for them to be able to come to a decision, right? Um, and, and again, if you do that, if you do that consistently and you do that thoroughly and you do that intentionally, you will find that at the end of the sequence, um, you're going to have far more, far more clients on your hands than, than maybe even you know what to do with. Um, so that, that's it for me. Pete, well, I'll let you take the last word before we head out. Yeah, that's funny. As soon as you said, you know, the the, the leads are bad. The 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 scene from uh, uh, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross played in my head of you know the leads aren't bad. You just can't sell. You just can't close. Coffee's for closers. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, this this is really the meat the meat of of marketing is 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 that follow up. You know, they always say you know that the riches are are, are in the niches, but the fortune is in the follow up, and that's the part that that uh, we're going to dive into a little bit some more uh, the next couple of weeks here on, on the whole follow-up piece because there you know, everybody focuses on the lead generating but the follow-up is is really where you know you you build that no like and trust and you build that that um, uh, sales you know that that's where the sales happen it doesn't necessarily happen in the lead generating so uh, I'm really excited for the, for the next couple of weeks. You know, this is, you know, I love, I love marketing. I love the series. You know, this, this is, this, this is marketing one-on-one, the foundational pieces where if you, if you're not doing this stuff, just wasting your money, you're just, you know, wasting leads, you're wasting your time. And, you know, this is the time, it doesn't take much, but once you get it all set up, once you do this process in place, things just start working a whole lot, a whole lot better. Yeah. 100%. Well, thanks, Pete. Thanks for your time, man. Guys, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Both Pete and I are here for you all the time to be able to help you through whatever you're struggling with when it comes to, uh, when it comes to building, building a strong business through lead generation, lead nurturing, all that good stuff. Uh, we will see you guys next week. And until then, I hope you go out there and crush it. We'll see you soon. See you guys. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. Hopefully this was really helpful to you in your journey of building a business. If you like what you heard, please click subscribe and go to iTunes and give us a rating. That helps us out tremendously when we're producing, hopefully, content of huge value to you. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it, and I hope that you have an amazing week. Go out there and crush it. I'll see you soon.